0: welcome to the interesting podcast episode number 65 now this one guys brace yourself it is randall Doug kim and you'll know him from a ton of stuff i'm talking the matrix reloaded ninja assassin uh guys he was the voice of oogway in kung fu panda that's right that's right i hope you're sitting down because randall is delightful every now and then i'll have a chat with someone and just it feels like kindred spirits, you know? And it's so much fun uh, talking to Randall. Such a cool dude, extremely talented actor. Uh, we cover how he uh, got his start in the theater, how his interest in the theater actually started with uh, a makeup kit that he found in sixth grade. Uh, you can't have Randall Duck Kim on a not talk Shakespeare. So obviously, we did that. We talked about uh, what it was like working on The Matrix, Ninja Assassin, Anna and the King. Like, guys, his resume is crazy. I also got uh, some pretty good tips for some up-and-coming actors. Um, We talked about Oogway. You can't not talk about Oogway. And, uh, yeah, Randall's just so much fun. We had a great time chatting. Uh, You can see him in John Wick 3 coming out next year, I believe. Uh, Also, he's doing a show at the Centenary Stage Company in Hackettstown, New Jersey. It's called What is Truth and Does It Matter? It's really exciting. Definitely get out there, support. And, uh... Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to stop talking so we could get right into it. This is a great chat with a great, extremely talented dude. Uh, yeah, let's just get into it. I hope you enjoy the interesting podcast, episode number 65 with Randall Duncan. Theme song time.
1: Excellently
0: fantastic fantastic mine's but mine's been a little interesting i uh while I was washing dishes, the garbage disposal was on, and a shot glass went into it. Don't oh do don't do that don't oh do it. boy <laughs> it was like out of a movie, it happened in slow motion, and it yeah. like got it got stuck, and I was like, no, no, and it beep, beep, oh. beep. so it's been fun it's been a fun day. you didn't get
1: hurt, did you oh' you no. didn't get
0: hurt no thank oh. god <laughs> i'm I have okay. my wits about me then. I was like, just turn it off quickly. (laughs) (laughs) So, good way to start the day. (laughs) Oh,
1: boy. With a bang. Yeah,
0: literally, yes. (laughs) So, a new garbage disposal later. I'm doing well. (laughs) Doing very well. That is amazing, all the art you have behind you.
1: It's, uh, oh, uh, illustrations and pictures, uh, mostly of Shakespeare's plays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, You know, King Lear and... Uh, Macbeth and
0: things you are intimately familiar with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may or may not know a thing or two about your career.
1: Oh, that's that's fine. <laughs> you know, you that's know. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I see you're a Star Wars lover.
0: I mean, guilty. What gave me away? You know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> your wall. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta fly the flag as you do. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, dude. I, your theater career is insane. Like amazing, <laughs> amazing. Like when you there are people that do theater and you're like, "Oh, that's really cool." But then there are people that do theater such as yourself and uh <laughs> well done. Well done.
1: Well, thank you, Brian. You,
0: when did when did you start?
1: Listen, I bought my first makeup kit when I was in the 6th grade. Really? So I knew very early on Um, I had been taken to see a live performance of Oklahoma when I was in the fifth grade. Nice. Yeah. I bought a makeup kit when I was in the sixth grade. And then in high school, I was exposed to live productions of Hamlet, Oedipus Rex, uh, and a bunch of other plays. But those uh, impacted me in such a way that it determined my destiny, you might say.
0: Sure, sure. That's yeah. So the makeup kit, that was, that was the end.
1: I know. Well, I had to, you know, I would take books out of the library and pour over them and look at how do you do that with nose putty or wax or, you know, the old yeah. fashioned materials, grease paint and all that stuff. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. When you can start changing your own face, you're like, the possibilities
1: are endless. Well, because and we don't we don't live in a society that's a masked theater. You know, like the Greeks or, say, the Kabuki or anything like that. Sure. So the actor, I think it leaves actors uh, not tapping into the full range of their imaginations. I can agree with that. You know?
0: Absolutely. But when
1: you you don a mask, something happens to you inside. Oh, yeah. You know, you become something other. For sure. For sure. That's I mean,
0: that's the beauty of, like, Kabuki specifically. You know, it's a whole, like... You're completely gone in yep. the mask and the thing, and then you can have more yep. freedom. You know.
1: Yep, 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 yep. I agree.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> what was it about the theater that got you in? You just the performance moved you. Just the whole spectacle of it all.
1: I think the aliveness of it. Fair. It was just so different from movies. So different from what I heard on the radio. Mm-hmm. It was immediate. It was alive. There were real people doing this in front of you. Sure. And to me, that was, I don't know, hit me in the heart.
0: Yeah, it just connected. <laughs> just connected. Yeah. That's great yeah. when there's people like yourself that get impacted by these kinds of things because then you contribute to it and everybody wins. So, well, yeah. I hope
1: so. Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> it worked out. It worked out. Where are you from? Originally Hawaii. Really? What part? Uh, Honolulu. Right. But, on. you know, growing up, I thought I, I knew there was a world out there. Mm-hmm. And so I was a little disgruntled of having to be stranded on a rock in the middle of the ocean. Of course. Of course. <laughs> you know, oh, the yes. world much more exciting beyond the ocean.
0: It always is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I grew up in Florida. I'm in Florida now. And I've uh-huh. recently realized I totally do not appreciate it at all. People are like, oh, we come down to the beaches. I'm like, yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I, mountains I, are cool. You know? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I agree.
0: It's wherever but, you are. Yeah, man, that's crazy. So You were in Hawaii when you saw the theater and everything, or did you go yeah. in then?
1: Dude. No, the, the university was great, and we had a great community theater in the 40s and 50s. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, the uh, university theater in particular had this great play series that uh, a student attending the university could see some of the world's greatest plays uh, for the full time that they were there. And two of the plays, of course, was Hamlet and Oedipus Rex. The mm-hmm. others, were King Lear, um, uh, Cherry Orchard, Hedda Gabler, Everyman. So you got a, oh, Tartuffe. Yeah. You got a real taste of uh, world drama. Yeah, the good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Do you it's remember Macbeth.
0: your first play that you worked on?
1: Uh, it was uh, Macbeth. Really? It was when I made my stage debut with the community theater. Wow! And I did the part of Malcolm. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. Quivering in my boots as they hailed me King of Scotland. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, what a way to start, man! Yeah, really, really. Wow,
0: <laughs> that's crazy. Do you have a fa- is is Macbeth your favorite Shakespeare play? Then being that you, it was like your first in. Does it hold a special place?
1: Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. But the one at my age now is King Lear.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's when yeah. you get the meat, you know. Oh
1: my heavens. Yes. Yes <laughs> indeed. Dude, it's
0: good stuff. It is good stuff. Yeah. So, I know you've 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 trained in theater. You've got a ton of stuff you did. Shakespeare, you've done Ibsen, yeah. you've done Chekhov. Yeah. Do you have yeah. is Shakespeare the top? Is that your dude? Cuz they're all yes. great in different ways.
1: Yeah. He 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 is it mainly because we speak English. Fair. He's the greatest writer in our language. Totally. And when you're dealing with the other playwrights you have to depend on translators. Mm-hmm. As my friend who was a classicist told me, if you depend on a translator, you're always going to be victimized.
0: Oh, that's you know, that's a good point. Gonna,
1: no, you, you unless you know the language yourself. Sure. You have to be Trust somebody else's uh, view. Yeah, absolutely. Lost in translation is a real thing. Absolutely, Man. absolutely. No language can easily is equivalent to any other language. Totally agree. No, yeah,
0: nuance is a thing. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and you lose it. I mean, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So when you're when you're when you get this idea that you want to be an actor, when you have that decision, do you remember? Was it was it seeing that on stage the whole thing? You're like, this is something that I want to do. Do you remember the moment when you decided to become an actor? Because that's yep, that, it's a big moment.
1: Yep, yep, yep. You know, F, I know we live in a time where it's all about me, me, me and celebrity and money and fame and all of that stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know that that those are not values that mean anything to me. Sure, I mean they don't mean anything really. <laughs> <laughs>
0: At the end of the day, you know. <laughs>
1: you know, the uh the challenge of actually embodying uh another entity is sure. the thing that I gravitate to. Sure. You know, um I don't know, that's the challenge of it. That's the that's the fun of it. Yeah, absolutely. What's the real the challenge and the fun of it.
0: And that's the thing that makes acting, like the the niche that it is, is that you can embody whatever you want. You know, you yep. can be, and with yep. live performance, that's th- that's a, the cool thing about theater is it is live art. You that's know, right. it's like music; it's the very communal experience. That's right. That, that's uh, right. that we're kind of, we're kind of losing a little bit, maybe a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but that's why the well, theater's because, there.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think in our time we're bedazzled by you know what. Uh, well, film. Yeah, film's the big, the big thing that reaches all of us, you know, and affects all of us. Absolutely. And we're bedazzled with the, you know, the Im- enormous improvements in the technology of it. Special effects is outrageous. Oh yeah. You know, can plunge us into worlds that we beyond our imaginations.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude.
1: Yeah. Can you
0: actually? You know, you've been you've been around for a few years. what has it been like to to see that i mean the internet's less than 30 years old so to go from like wax kits that you got in sixth grade to stuff we're doing now brian
1: i'm i'm ceaselessly astonished
0: sure i can imagine
1: my astonishment is is boundless because it keeps uh growing it keeps improving keeps us going further yeah and we have thought possible uh and quickly. And I'm always amazed when I do I do film or anything like recently, John Wick three. Oh yeah. Always, always amazed at the number of people that the audience never sees, doesn't know even exists that are part of that effort. Oh yeah. You know, army of people, literally. Absolutely.
0: I worked on uh, Ballers, this HBO series, uh, for like five days. I did background work and some stand-in work. And you're exactly right. When you've got like 300 people on set, you're like, wow, there's two people in this scene. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's crazy. Precisely. Crazy. Precisely.
1: That's why when, when Annie and I uh, go to the movies, we always stay for the credits. Uh, same. Because I have to at least respect all the people that were part of the effort.
0: 100%. That's, I've made an entire show out of exactly that. Like I've had this, this podcast, dude, I've had, I, I'm a big Star Wars fan and I've had so many, uh, creature performers on that oh. are the people inside the aliens. And I'm like, talk yes. to me. What is this like? Yeah. Can you see, you know, like sure, breaking sure. down their performance. Sure, it's crazy. Sure. Craziness. Sure. Yeah. So doing, doing theater, doing Shakespeare, how do you memorize lines? What, it, what, it, what is the grit? Do you just repeat it over and over and over? Do you break down the intent and kind of go from there? What's your secret?
1: All of it. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there are some lines that come easy and other lines that, you know, you just have to wrestle it down. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever whatever, works. Whatever means. That's right. That's right.
0: It is an undertaking because I've seen footage of your Shylock. I've seen footage of you giving speeches at the – you've been to the Globe. Yeah, dude, what was that like, Brian? Talk to me. That
1: space. I stepped onto that stage, and knowing that it had been designed and built by actors. Yes. Out of wood. hmm Still standing. It like, yep. It was like it was like a, a, an invitation that, that said, "Come play now. You're in. Yeah. You're on a playground for actors." So play, Dude. you know, yeah. play. And and so I ha- I wasn't prepared. I wasn't going to do anything like that, but it just struck me, and I had to throw Shylock uh, out into the space. Yeah, and, you have to. You know, oh, oh, You're you in know, his Andy home. <laughs> <laughs> worth his salt would want to play in that. It's like being in a new playground, and, oh, my God, this is it. This is a place to make believe. Yeah. 100%. This is a place to, to really dive into it.
0: Yeah. And now you can yeah. say you were Shylock on the stage at the Globe, <laughs> where Shylock was. Like, think about this. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Dude, that's so cool. <laughs> Man. So what what made you decide to go from the theater to the screen? Because you made the jump, and you made it well, I'll say.
1: Well, <laughs> for years and years, Brian, I said no to film offers. Sure uh on the on the belief that i wanted to learn how to be a a good actor sure and i felt that the stage was the place to learn my craft mhm of course uh and then at some point in my life after trying to to uh, work on my own theater with Annie and a good friend of ours chuck um it was time for me to say what did i say no to right i have I have to find out what I, yeah, rejected for such a long time.
0: Sure. It's like, maybe I'll look in the box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: find out, okay, what's that about? Sure. And so
0: I did. Is it and... true the first thing you did was Hawaii 5
1: Yes, <laughs> I was a kid. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Talk about skeletons in the closet. Right, right.
0: <laughs> you know, you were at the Globe Doing, doing the Shylock, and then you were also on Hawaii Five Two historical things <laughs> that you were a part of.
1: <laughs> oh, my heavens.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. I've looked into a few things.
1: <laughs> you did? I mean, I try.
0: I try to come prepared. But oh, you do? That's cool. That's cool, though. Throwing that one at me. I mean, that's what I do. I get you comfortable, and then I'm like, "Take this, (laughs) do it." Yeah, yeah, right, right. Uh, (laughs) Lead you into the martial arts technique. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Cool. Let's have a couple laughs. What was Hawaii Five O like? (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. So you you have this love of theater in Hawaii, so you had to have dreamt of New York.
1: Yes. And you're in New York now. I'm assuming. I'm just outside of New York. I'm in jo- I'm in Jersey. Oh, you're in Jersey. I see.
0: Yes. I see. I mean, less people, so <laughs> slightly more livable. So, yes. what was that like going to New York for the first time? Full of wonderment. Sure, it's a different world, in it, especially from Hawaii. I can't even imagine.
1: But you know, I I went there purposefully, looking for theater and going to the theater. Sure. So I saw. I saw. Amazing performances, you know, and but it was a source of great wonder. Young, uh, New York is for young people, is it though? It know, really I, I'm sure it some older really
0: people can hang.
1: I <laughs> guess, yes, I've met some of them too, but <laughs> Lord, it takes a lot of energy to be in that city. <laughs> I believe it, I believe yeah. it.
0: Man, yeah, I'm in my late 20s and I'm already tired just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I I've I've seen quite a few of your movies, and uh, I noticed a thread here. Uh, every now and then I like to I'm like constantly on IMDb. I'll be watching a movie and I'm like I know this person from somewhere. I look at them. Oh, they're in this, Oh, they're, whoa, they're in this too. And <laughs> the Replacement Killers
1: <laughs>
0: was a bonkers movie. Yeah, you had a great great little death scene in that. What hey. was it like being in a movie in like? That time, because movies are so different now in the way yeah. that they're done, yeah
1: yeah uh, it was pretty much my first big mm-hmm. job. when I was hired, I was told I was to play a, a Taoist priest who was married and had a huge family with children. <laughs> um when I got, <laughs> when I like, got wait a minute. I was told that he wasn't going to be married, no family with children and all my lines were to be spoken in Chinese.
0: Oh, slightly different <laughs> <laughs> there,
1: it blew me away I don't know Chinese from you know uh, the Swahili for God's sake. Wow, he did a great job. <laughs> oh so, I, they, I, they had to find a coach for me the day the night before the shoot. Wow. It was horrible. <laughs> if you really notice it, I garbled every single time <laughs> so that it was totally incomprehensible.
0: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you were dying. You know, let's okay, we'll that, give you a break. That, that's
1: gurgling <laughs> right, my way to death. <laughs> it was horrifying.
0: <laughs> no, that's crazy. I didn't know you didn't speak. Do you speak any other languages? Nothing. 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 Nothing.
1: No, dude,
0: in Anna and the King, you weren't speaking English that much. <laughs>
1: I needed a coach for that, too. Wow. I at, I was hired on the basis of that all my lines would be done in English, only to get there and be told <laughs> that I had to speak Thai. Thai! <laughs> that
0: Thai. translates.
1: That's the same as Chinese, isn't it? <laughs> Both languages are impossible. Impossible. <laughs> my ears don't work like that. My tongue doesn't work like that. <laughs> you know, it just... It, And I had to apologize every day for those that did speak the (laughs) language. Please. I'm sorry. I'm screwing it up. Please forgive me. That's
0: an actor, though, isn't it? Well done. (laughs) Well done,
1: Randall. Horrifying.
0: (laughs) Oh, I did have a question. With Anna and the King, how was your – so you're on a bridge. It blows up. Yes. How was that filmed?
1: Blue screen. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, nice job they did with that.
0: They did. They definitely did. And this was a thread that I learned throughout your movies. You've done quite a few with Yun Fat Chow, which is kind of cool. Yeah. You know, every now and then. I like to see, like, little reunions, speaking of, like, and we'll get to it. Speaking of John Wick, I was like, oh, you know who John Wick (laughs) is? You know who else was in The Matrix? (laughs) Dude. Yeah, yeah. We can't have you on and not talk about The Matrix. Dude, you were a part um, of a franchise that changed everything. Like, The Matrix was a crazy movie. And yeah. you're like, there's no way we can top this. And then The Matrix Reloaded came out. Like, let's add yeah. Morpheus, a samurai sword, and a keymaker. Yeah. Dude, amazing. What was that like?
1: I, I, fantastic. Had to have been, right? It was one of the better tasks I have, I've ever been asked to do. The uh, company was so generous. Everybody was on it. Everybody was committed to it. And in the middle of the shoot for that, of course, 9-11 happened. Right. So we were, we wanted it to be a really dazzling piece of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was, it was a terrific experience. And I asked, I asked them, I wanted to do as many of the stunts myself as was possible and was safe enough for me to do. Sure. And even then, I would, try to tread the line a little bit and say, can I do that? Can I do that? (laughs) Come on. Were you on
0: a real motorcycle going down the interstate? Yes.
1: What? Yes. And Carrie Ann had never taken a passenger on before. Oh, my God. But was there any nervousness on her face? No. Right. Not a feat that she gave away how terrified she was. Wow. Amazing. It was amazing. What? Yeah. Dude, how fast were you going? Uh, I would say... Fast. Pretty fast, yeah. yeah. I would say what? 30, 40 miles an hour. Sheesh.
0: Yeah. And you're yeah. on the back of a motorcycle with Trinity from The Matrix. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, What a trip that was.
0: Cool. So you're riding on the back of a motorcycle with Trinity yeah. from The Matrix. And yep. then you realize, oh, wait, I'm a part of this story as well. <laughs> <laughs> you look yes. in the mirror, oh, it's the Keymaker. Which is such, <laughs> you get such cool roles in these movies. And there's parts when you're like, you you know, I'd be fine with being, like, the bartender that's like, it'll be $4. And then you walk out and you're like, I was in the Matrix. Let me tell you about it.
1: <laughs>
0: you're the key maker.
1: That's so cool. You know, one of the things, though, that I was a little disappointed is that they had built uh, the key maker cell. Mm-hmm. It was the most fabulous little cell that I yeah. have ever played. There were keys all over the walls. He had a little pallet on the floor in the back where he slept. You know, uh, and I just wish the camera had held a little longer to There's show the audience all this effort and work. I mean, among the, uh, the sets, the designers were particularly fond of that one that they had created. That's so This cool. little cell. Yeah. Oh, spectacular.
0: Spectacular. Did you have a moment where you're like, I could probably take one of these keys? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can yeah, be honest there were there so many of them <laughs> how do you choose <laughs> I, 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 yeah
0: yeah. dude that's so cool and the matrix the matrix is such like even now with everything that we've done and like visual effects and everything the matrix is still like it's right there at the top of like the you can tell in history moments that have changed things yeah. and that was one of them
1: and dude you're in it I, 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 you know, Brian. I think too. One of the things about the first Matrix Mm -hmm. is that it posed a philosophic problem of, uh, is, oh yeah, do what we see is what we see reality for sure, (laughs) for sure. And that's a that's a that's a wonderful philosophic conundrum to chew over. And to this
0: day, people are still like, would you take the red pill or the blue pill? I'm like, I've been thinking about this for 15 years, and I still don't know.
1: <laughs> Do you That's really crazy. want to see what things are? That's right. Exactly. Oh. I mean, yeah. people
0: still say follow the White Rabbit. It means different things, but, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. yeah,
0: That's yeah. crazy, though. And you had some great scenes in that movie as well. And You keep dying in movies, Randall. What's
1: going on here? I'm the Asian that dies.
0: That needs to be the title of your book. Yes, it. Is.
1: <laughs> the Asian Who Dies.
0: There you go. In multiple languages as well, because you're yes. a professional. <laughs> Dude, that's so uh, cool. That's a, that was another great, great little death scene with the keymaker. You shut the door. I remember. Yep. I'll never forget that, because it was so quick, too. And you turned around, and you're like, oh, hey. Oh, no. Uh, you're shot. I've up. been shot. <laughs> God. Been shot a lot. But you died in Morpheus's arms. so you know, well done. Yep. If you're going to do yep. it, that's the way to go.
1: That's right, you with know. my reflection on their dark glasses. Yeah.
0: <laughs> See, you're all over it, man. You're all over it.
1: Dude, I'm so into
0: it. And speaking yeah. of another another great death scene, we're just going to go down this vein now. So you, <laughs> you were in a movie that I was very excited for, and then I saw it, and I was not prepared for the level of uh, goriness. I'm not against gore, but I was just very surprised by Ninja, Ninja? Assassin. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Talk about a scene that you steal, by the way. Oh, dude. I love little nuanced characters that have like just tiny little things. Like, you, there are things in your performances that you do where I'm like, wow, that's an actor right there. It just felt so real and nuanced. Like, when speaking of the Matrix, when Trinity like lands on the semi truck and she's like, I need to figure out how to hotwire a motorcycle. And you're like, got a key. Like, you didn't even say anything. You're just like, hmm, got it. And I'm like, that's awesome. This is a little – because that's what would happen. You wouldn't be like, hold on a second. Yeah. I've got a key somewhere. Here's the right. key. No, no. Just,
1: yeah. No essay here. Got it, dude. I <laughs> yes. loved
0: it. And in Ninja Assassin, your character, like little things that make the world real, you know, the fact that you're this guy who's a tattoo master who's been talking about ninjas forever, and everyone's like, don't worry, it's a crazy old man. He doesn't know what he's doing. And then you've got, like, a scar on the other side of your chest. You're like, you "You know know why I'm alive? Because my heart's on this side. I was like, that's such a cool little thing. (laughs) And then, well, I mean, it doesn't save you this time. (laughs) You
1: you can thank the Wachowskis for writing the script. Dude, well done. Well done to them.
0: And you bringing it to life. And the fact that the title screen is written in your blood. You know, you're just (laughs) racking up these cool things you can say later on.
1: (laughs) Dude. Yeah, the cool thing about that, I actually had a lesson in uh, uh, Japanese tattooing.
0: Really? Like the you little know, using, tap things? Using
1: the, yeah, using the instrument that they actually yeah. do it with. Totally interesting. Yeah? Totally in- Did you do that? Yeah.
0: Did you give someone a tattoo?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, only learned, I only learned the motions. That's fair. I, I think yeah. I'd screw it up if I actually did it. <laughs> you need to have the instruments with
0: you in just one little... And that'll be your tattoo, Mark. Like, oh, yes, I've got the Randall tattoo. It looks like a freckle, but it's not. (laughs) It's not, right, right, right. right. (laughs) That's what I'd be doing, just going around to people. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Memento from the shoot, gotcha. Great, 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 great moment. So this is, like, in essence, the best part about being an actor is you get to learn all these new
1: skills and things. Absolutely. Like
0: how to to pretend you know how to speak multiple languages.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) How
0: to Ride a Motorcycle. Learned to
1: Ride a Horse in Anna and the King. Yeah. You've never ridden a horse? Oh, my God. That was fun. (laughs) Rode on an elephant in Anna and the King. How was that? Oh.
0: Yeah. Is it cool to see a creature that big and then to get on top of it?
1: It's cool. It's cool. Dude. Nothing like it. Dude, that's so awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. And just, dude, that's awesome. You've ridden an elephant. You've done some pretty cool things now that we're tallying it up.
1: Yeah. I I, I never Real or of fake, you before, know? <laughs> it's pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, that's that's the other half of my show. It's just me trying to help people appreciate things they've already done. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: we tend to forget, I think.
0: And that's why I'm here. This is a service Thanks. that I provide. Thank and I'm you, glad Mark. I could be here for you. So Great. <laughs> you you were also <laughs> part of another cinematic masterpiece that I like to call memoirs of a geisha. I don't know what everyone else calls it, but that's what I call it. And uh you did very well. you got to pretend to be a doctor. you look like yeah. a doctor. you had your little little thing in your forehead, which is what makes a doctor. that's what yeah. I know. so how was that you know
1: at, at first when uh, when I auditioned for it mm-hmm. early on when Steven Spielberg was going to direct it. sure. they were looking at me for um, the character whose face was deformed. Oh really? you know, burn yeah, yeah. And I, I had these visions of, oh, they're going to do a great makeup. They're going to make him partially bald and really scarred up, you know. And Yeah. Because he's called in the, the novel lizard looking.
0: Oh, perfect.
1: Uh, you know, and I, I thought, oh, that would be fun to do.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: But when the movie finally came out and done, they, they kind of minimized that makeup mm-hmm. on Character. Do you know? Oh, yeah. He should have looked really.
0: Yeah. It's you so in sixth grade it... again with the makeup kit.
1: You're like, <laughs> give me a new
0: nose. <laughs> yeah. right.
1: But then when uh, the directors changed, um, uh, they sought me for another part. And I said, well, are they going to use the painter, the character of the painter that's in the novel, mm-hmm. who draws a painting of uh, her and his cat walks over the painting? <laughs>
0: As they do. That's a cat, yeah. isn't it?
1: <laughs> and I, I, I wanted to play that character, but then they told me that character was not going to be in the film, so...
0: You're like, I don't want to play that one anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they put me as the old doctor who has the first sex with her.
0: There you go. Hey, that comes in handy <laughs> later on. You know, you're like, when John Wick rolls around, you're like, I've been a doctor before.
1: <laughs> right. I got right. this. Here. Here. <laughs> <laughs> But no Chinese and no Thai please. That's right. I've already done that and I'm
0: tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna be a real doctor now.
1: A real doctor.
0: <laughs> Dude. And then I know you went from the Matrix to doing uh was it your first video game? You went into video games. Doing voiceovers. You did the you did the key maker and the voiceover, uh yep. in the game for the yep. Matrix. Yep. You were in yep. Stranglehold, which is another Yun yep. Fat Chow production. God, I'm telling this... you.
1: Brian, you you
0: are <laughs> I don't want to say I'm a fan, because yeah, that'd be weird.
1: You were just digging stuff up. I thought was I'm a professional, stuff. Randall. Yes, you are, you are, you are. I'm trying to I impress you. I Oh down. Working? down.
0: <laughs> so so what, what was it like going from, so you've done theater, you've done screen, and now you're doing video games. Was this your first like uh, voiceover yeah. kind of production thing? And what yeah, was
1: that like? Yeah. It was fun to do. Yeah. You know, but because it was my first, I was, you know, finding my way. Sure. No, I I, I really enjoy those. Yeah? I enjoy uh, voice work, yeah.
0: I mean, you do very well. Very, very well. Because, uh,
1: oh boy, are we jumping. Let's get to it. Are
0: you ready, Randall? You yes. know where we're going. <laughs> you are the voice of Oogway. <laughs> you are Oogway and Kung Fu Panda, which, let me tell you, I'm letting it fly now. We're comfortable enough. I think we're friends. I'm a massive yeah. Kung Fu Panda fan. They are beautiful, beautifully yep. written, beautiful animation, yep. beautiful performances. Yep. And, dude, you got to be Ugwe. Talk to yep. me.
1: Talk to me. When they When they called me, I said, listen... It would be the greatest privilege to do this character. I, I Since day one in my life, I've always imagined myself as a turtle. Really? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. All of my life, I thought I looked like a turtle. I behaved <laughs> like a turtle. <laughs> it's perfect.
0: Like I've got a shell. I like. I'm I, into this. I,
1: I I need I need to do this role. Yeah. So we didn't hear from them for you know a year, and they were looking in other other places, and finally they called me and said, we'd like you to do And I said, oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you, dude. When the, I did it. It was a blast. I can oh, imagine. Brian. Brian mm. To have to have that character, I don't know. To befriend a character like that is wonderful. And talk about a mask—that's the greatest mask you could have. Oh yeah, an animated mask. Mm mm mm. Sure, sure.
0: How do you how do you do that? Actually, it's a good point. I've done a couple things, and I've done ADR once, and yeah. it, oh, take it back—I've done it twice. And it's really weird because it's like do the performance you did out there, but in a booth by yourself, and match your lips up, but. For voiceover, I've seen some behind-the-scenes stuff of you as Ugwe and you just can embody this thing. Like, how are you doing that without, like, going all out? You know, well, probably because you're a good actor. I
1: mean, I, I can do. answer my own question. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do go all out, or try to. Yeah. Uh, I try tried, I tried to give uh, the animators as, much, as many options as I possibly can come up with. Sure. If they want it slow, they get it slow. I'll do it fast. I'll do it slow. I'll do it loud. I'll do it soft. I'll, I'll, I'll try to think of as many different ways so that when it comes time for them to put it all together, they mm-hmm. have things to work with.
0: Smart. You Smart. know? And they, that's probably why they love you because stuff like that.
1: But I even do that now uh, like in John Wick. Mm-hmm. Instead of just simply repeating a line reading, sure, which I'm poor. I'll try to find a new way to do it. Every, with every take. Yeah. Different, so that they'll have some choice. The editors will have some choice in the matter. Sure. I love you that. Know? And that's the fun of it
0: too. You know, you can kinda oh, keep yeah. it lively and change it up and then you don't get bored saying the same line a hundred times.
1: Absolutely. I know I had Annie in hysterics when I had to do fight sound noises. <laughs> you know, ooh that and, ah, and <laughs> oh yeah. It's, and taking a hit and all of that. This Just time you're hitting real, the real, stomach. Real,
0: real. Okay, hitting the stomach. Now you're hitting the head. Oh, boy. Yes, yes, running yes, out boy. of hit sounds. Right. <laughs> Dude, Uguay. Uguay is one of those rolls, man. And you get, like... I just quoted Ugwe the other day, actually. Someone was talking about, like, oh, well, I know what I have to do, but I'm just trying to going to try to get around it. I was like, one often meets his destiny on the path he chooses to avoid it. <laughs> My
1: favorite quote. It's so
0: good. You have such wisdom as Ugwe Who'd have thought? You've played all these, like, masters going on, and then it's the turtle you were <laughs> destined to play that gives you the lines. <laughs>
1: Dude, It is. And that line, Brian, Annie and I are about to launch off on a, a project called What is Truth and Does It Matter? Yes. And the first play we're doing in connection with that is Oedipus Rex. Oh, sweet. And if any line connects to Oedipus Rex, it's Ugwe's line, one often meets his destiny on the road he takes to avoid it. So good. Perfect.
0: So, Perfect. I mean, it would be a, t- a turtle that knows he's saying. he has been alive forever. <laughs> yeah. It just yeah. makes sense. Yeah, Ugu is yeah. such a good character. When you did the first one, did you know you were gonna do more? Was it like a thing? Or... I had no
1: idea. I I was I was deeply impressed by the first one. Oh, I, same. Um, that was the most beautiful death scene anybody could ever have. Right? Dude, yeah. Dude. Yeah. In the blossom tree. That's it's, right. It's Disappearing so into the universe. Yeah. I love that.
0: And the yeah. fact that he like he knows it's coming. He's like, hold my stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full on like I got to go to this other plane of existence. Yeah. And you know what yeah. I, you know another yeah. thing I love about Ugwe is he's this like super wise guy, you know, who's been around for a bit. He knows all these things, but he's just kind of like when he goes to blow out the
1: candles it's one at a time. <laughs> like,
0: he's got time.
1: <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Stuff. Or when he's meditating on the top of his stick when we first see yeah, him. and
0: he's. <laughs> oh. You think he's straight up and he's like
1: on his neck. You're like,
0: <laughs> this, <laughs> this guy is not what he appears. And I'm yes. so for it. Yes, and yes, then in yes. the third one, you get, like, a great little battle in the other realm kind of thing. Yes, yes, yes. And I love this part when Poe's like, can I go back? And he's like, I don't know. I've never tried. I was like, of course he hasn't.
1: Yes, 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 yes. It's so good. You know, I, I've often thought if if they uh, did a, a series, I don't know, of Uguay's travels, how did he become this wise? <gasps> how did he, you know, how you really. Yeah, How do you, how do you make a would make a series out of it if he's 500 years old and he came all the way from the Galapagos yeah he, you're right how did he end up in China oh yeah because
0: we get like little things in the third one we see him training with pandas so he's been around yeah yeah so, so cool. how do we how do we green light this how do we get a series dude even I if it's like that. a radio drama let's figure this out Does Oogway, do like an Oogway's journal.
1: You know, it's like, oh, I did this. Uguay's journal, that's good. You know, I like that.
0: I'm here. I'm here for you. We got to make this happen. <laughs> I'm so into it now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a thing. That's so great. Oh, Brian. So, do you, do you, do you have, uh, do you have a moment? Well, so when you're coming up with the voice for Uguay, did you see him first, and you're like, all right, this will inform, or did they tell you he's a turtle, and you kind of went from there, and then they built the character around that?
1: Well, I gave them some options, and then that's the one they kind of settled on.
0: Oh, sweet! So there, are, so there's different Uguays out there.
1: <laughs> there's
0: hidden no, alter Uguays. There's only one now. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They, they can they can make a whole other movie with like an alternate Oogway. You're Like you don't want that no, one.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> That's His cool. long-lost brothers and sisters. Yes,
0: what? that's right. That's right. There's Oogway, there's Oog that way, there's Oog this way. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that is amazing. So when you're recording things like Oogway specifically, are you doing the sessions by yourself? Are you with the other cast? How was that done?
1: They tried doing uh, a session with uh, Jack Black and Dustin Hoffman. Didn't work out.
0: Ah, Sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they <laughs> decided to do everybody by themselves and then they would put it together.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. That's how most things are done, I've, I've come to find. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because the art is in the ones who put the thing together. Exactly. I, I've learned in film, in animation, and all of it, as opposed to the theater, mm-hmm. your performance is not your performance, it's you're being right. owned and formed by somebody else.
0: That's a good point. You're, you're all. Like
1: a- all you do is contribute to the raw material. Sure. So that they can create the story or whatever. I never but thought But on of the that. theater, on stage, it's you.
0: Yeah, literally.
1: hurt <laughs> goes up, it's you till it comes down. Mm-hmm. And you're responsible for all the fuck-ups and for all the good things, whatever happens. Oh, yeah. You are it.
0: Oh yeah. And your and if the tomato flies, it's hitting you. you know? <laughs> There's <laughs> That's real risk involved. Right.
1: <laughs> that is
0: correct. That is crazy to think about. I never thought about that. Cause I've had I've had on uh visual effects artists from like ILM on the yeah. show before. And they talk about the compositor is somebody who's like at the end of the pipeline. Like somebody's working on this, this, this of one shot, and the compositor puts it together. And yeah, I never thought about that. That an actor's performance is a piece that is put into the mix to make that's the... right,
1: wow. raw material, raw material. Sure, that's crazy.
0: You
1: know? I like it. But I I do too. And I, <laughs> and when you accept it, if you accept that, then give them the raw material. Give them everything you've got so that they can use it to create with. Yeah,
0: no, that makes total sense. Because then you're, I mean, you're hired for the job. You're there all day. You might as well have some fun with yep. it. And, Absolutely. and there's, Absolutely. you hear stories all the time about, like, oh, he tried something different in this scene, and we actually worked it into the scene. So you just never know. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah. It's so good. So uh, we're going to announce Kung Fu Panda 4, uh, <laughs> The Trials of Oogway, and it's going to be just that, and I need it. I need it real bad.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, you know, the, what is the journey to become wise? What what, what is that? I mean, the writers would have to really put their heads together. And how does one become wise? What I, is that?
0: Exactly. What is there a point in, in knowing? Yeah. It, it's like, are you wise because you don't know you're wise, and do you become less wise by accepting that you're wise? Like this is the this is the red pill, blue pill, Randall. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. 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 We're talking animals. That's right. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) You know, wisdom from the mouths of babes, wisdom from the mouths of turtles. We found two titles for books so far. (laughs) And then we we talk about how you have like threads that come back and forth. You know, you worked with a lot of young fat Chow stuff and then you worked on The Matrix. And then you come around to one of the greatest action series of all time in John Wick. Yeah. You got to see Keanu again yeah that's pretty cool. What was
1: that like? And that's why. Uh, that's why um, I did three this time. Yeah, because I wasn't in two, mm-hmm. and then they called, and it was a chance for me to at least. Um, at my age, I'm always thinking of the end.
0: Sure, because it's know? super uh, far away, and you're like better start preparing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and I did. I, I, I like to think. I, I like to make a, a pleasant and. Nice farewell with friends who I've worked with before, sure, like Keanu and and Chad the director,
0: yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm super excited about it. It's yeah. a, I love this like new Renaissance in action movies that we've gotten, like yeah we yeah. got like with taken taken was yeah. one of those movies that like Liam Neeson is in his like sixties, and we're like just kidding, he's an action star and it's gonna be amazing <laughs> and I was like, right. I'm down for all of this, that's right. And then that's, Keanu comes out, and he goes, you know, Taken, Taken was really good. You know what else is really good? John Wick. That's what's really good. And you're like, he's right. You can't argue with it. It's really good. And then the second well, one Well, this out, third so one
1: good. is one extended chase. Oh, because sweet. now we know there's a bounty on his head. Yep. Every hitman is going to be after him.
0: Oh, yeah. Whole world. I saw that so. bounty. See, (laughs) this is another thing. These are what I love about these types of movies with uh, established universes, right? Yes, that aren't overly expositional. That are like this. Like my favorite TV show of all time is Firefly, and that's like a space western. They they rarely explain anything. They're like, this is just the way it is, and I'm like, okay, cool. It doesn't like dumb it down for the audience, you know?
1: That's right. And John
0: Wick is one of those that's like, oh, there's this coin. The second one, they're like, here's a blood pact. It's like. This just went, here's the Continental, they have a doctor.
1: This is how it's done. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's so cool. Well, didn't didn't Tolkien do that with Lord of the Rings?
0: Exactly. You're like, there's eagles that can talk. You're like, all right, yeah, sure, I'm into it. (laughs) We don't need a history of like, here's why they can talk. It's like, no, eagles can talk. Duh, of course they can. (laughs) Gandalf, he's back. Of course he is. He's white, he's white now. Yes, 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 <laughs> and you're like, he is. I'm really glad he's back. I don't care. <laughs> I'm into it. It's so cool. dude. Yes. You, you've been in some cool stuff. You've been oh. in some really cool stuff. Do you have, awesome. b- being that they're so different with voiceover from video games to animated to film to theater, it, do you have a preference and why is it theater?
1: <laughs> it. It's alive.
0: It's alive! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is the immediate return, you know what I mean, with theater. It's like you're in there, you're with a crowd of people, you're a real person up on there. When there's jokes, you hear the laugh right away. Yep. But there's other things. Yep. it's. Yep. Yep. That's, that's a good answer. Yep. I'll, I'll accept it. Yep. Which, which one did you find the most difficult out of the mediums? Yeah, let's get the hard questions in here.
1: That's a really hard one. Because film has its own difficulties, mm-hmm. particularly long, long hours oh, yeah. and adjusting to the fact that after the machinery has been set up, you got to be on. Oh, yeah. So You've got to find the, the way to get that energy up and be present and alive in that moment. Sure. The, the theater is demanding because it is physical.
0: Absolutely. You know,
1: you have to fill the space with your presence, your voice, with everything you've got, mm-hmm. and that takes a lot of uh, energy. I know when I was doing eight performances a week on the New York stage, mm. uh, my my rib cage—I'd go home and my rib cage was like, <laughs> give me a <laughs> hot tub. give me something. It, sure. You know, the pain of that was got to be quite distressing
0: (laughs) sure i can i mean you that's the thing about theater as well is you have to project you know it's for the people in the back so here's here's something i've always wanted to ask so for somebody who is uh would be soft-spoken would be kind of like you know normal tone how do you project but still have it be natural and real
1: I think I I think it comes from acknowledging the actual space between you and the other character, and to Ooh. speak as if you're just filling that space, even though, it's a trick and you're it's being thrown to the back of the house, but it's in the the the. How you say a line? You're mm-hmm. not going to shout at the other person who's standing two feet away from you, right? Sure. So it, it's it's like a a sleight of hand trick. Uh, you're actually. Uh. Projection, but you're speaking as if you're speaking just two feet away.
0: Sure, the real magic. It, yeah, no, I totally get yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm in, I'm into it. You're dropping some wisdom. And this isn't an Ugoy <laughs> talking, this is Randall <laughs> talking, you know. I I'm seeing where it's coming from now. I see the vein. <laughs> the vein. So what so what what tips would you give to up and coming actors now, as someone who's been doing it for a little bit? keep working on yourself. Yeah. Take yeah. classes, get in there.
1: Yeah, H- and practice uh, <clears throat> expand your imagination because that's where all the life of it is going to come come out of uh, everything you do is going to come out of there. Your thoughts, the feelings in your heart, it all gets ciphered into the imagination and that's going to create characters. Mm-hmm. It's going to permit you to live in the worlds that you're asked to live in. You sure. know? And, no, it's, it's the strength of your imagination.
0: Sure, and that would definitely, like, inform your performances. And the more, the more into it you are, the more natural it comes out.
1: That, absolutely right. Absolutely that, right. That's
0: another big thing with, like, film. You know, the camera's right there, and the camera catches sure. everything. Yep. So, like, how do you go from, like, big things in the theater? Because you, you have to do things a little exaggerated so that people can see. You know what right. I mean? Like in the back. Whereas film, if you pick up the cup really high, it's like, wow, that's, what, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> <Right. You know? laughs> was right. was there right. any sort of learning curve when you made the jump or are you like, no, I got this?
1: Sure, there was a learning curve.
0: Yeah. Specifically like Chinese. Yeah. and to, Thai, to pull back to- <laughs> <laughs> Riding a horse. <laughs> but
1: but yeah, but learning, learning restraint. And learning to be economical in front of the car, uh, camera, mm-hmm. not yeah. to lose any of the the inner energy, the inner stuff that goes on. Sure. But sure. to to moderate its the expression that that those feelings generate. Sure, sure.
0: I'm into it. I, was one thing I heard a while back was like the camera, the, the camature. That's a new word. We're using <laughs> that now. The camera, okay, well, you know, the I'm going good. to invent a camera called a camature just so it's not a flub anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the camera, it catches thought and it like, it, sure. it doesn't matter what you're thinking of as long as like, we need a scene of just you like in thought. And they're like, wow, I just... stove, it's definitely left on. Yeah, I left the stove on. This is not good. It's like, they don't know that. They just know it's an emotional <laughs> scene and it's just that's the, right. the brain that's
1: working. Right. It's through the eyes. Yeah, the windows
0: to the soul, Mm -hmm. some might say. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, I'm going to go back a little bit because your Shylock is amazing. And uh, being the sixth grader that found this makeup kit, and then to be Shylock, I've seen the makeup. I've seen the costume. What was that like playing a a Shakespearean character that you love Shakespeare and you're in this full thing? Like, talk to me.
1: I... I was 18 or I had just graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. I happened to be in San Diego and the Shakespeare Shakespeare Festival in San Diego. Uh, they were doing three plays in rep Richard III, uh, Twelfth Night and The Merchant of Venice. Sweet. The actor I saw doing The Merchant of Venice, his name was Morris Karnofsky. Mm-hmm. He was a member of the group theater in the 30s. He was their old man. And, you know, he they did, you know, the Death's plays and all of that. But his Shylock harpooned me. <laughs> it, just, it just connected. I, I said to myself, I want to be an actor. And that's the kind of actor I wanted to be. What I saw on the stage was not somebody play acting. Mm-hmm. I wasn't seeing somebody performing. I saw Shylock living and breathing and experiencing his destiny. Yeah. You know? And I said to myself, mm I have to learn that. to be like that. <laughs> That's the kind of actor I want to be. Yeah,
0: and you did.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm yeah. still working on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> don't. It'll get too perfect, and then the audiences won't catch no, no. it, and then the work will be for naught. Tone the greatness down. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. crazy that makes sense that makes sense It did some things just connect and it's like i said before you know when when the right people connect with the right things everyone wins in in the art because we get to we get to see it
1: well i call myself blessed for having those events occur sure and i guy mean, it's not me it's just some i don't know It's very Uguay of you.
0: (laughs) It's not me. It's the universe. You know,
1: (laughs) there are no accidents.
0: That's right. There it is. (laughs) Yes, Dragon Warrior. So, so what? What can you tell me about this new project you got coming up?
1: Briefly, we're trying to wrestle with the problem of what is truth and does it matter because of the historical time we live in? As we're really going through a number, yeah, yeah, our society (laughs) for real. So we, Annie and I thought we have to get a public discussion going. So uh, the only way we know how is through plays. So we've chosen three plays, Oedipus Rex, King Lear, and Ibsen's An Enemy of the People. Nice. We are going to do readings of the first two and then have a public discussion, seeing what in the plays help with the discussion of what is truth and does it matter, uh, and in, begin initiating just public conversation about what this means to us and to our lives. And finally, there's going to be a full production of uh, An Enemy of the People, which is closer to our time, but has to do with somebody who finds out water is poison yeah. <laughs> and, <starts laughs> it up, and nobody wants to hear about it. Because it hurt them <laughs> economically. Oh, yes.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's so, cool, though.
0: And you've done a lot of but, productions. You founded a theater.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Hard thing to do. I, it, I feel I like wouldn't. it would
0: be like a restaurant. You know, it's like the success yeah. rate is pretty much zero. But if done correctly, there's some good stuff inside.
1: Yeah. But hard, hard, <laughs> hard to do. <laughs> I would never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah.
0: That's cool, though. That's a neat way to do it, especially with your love of the theater, you know, to have a conversation, which is super important, and how anything gets done, really, uh, to express it through the theater.
1: I like that. That's cool. We're storytelling animals. Yeah. Why did it it evolve like that? Why are we so dependent on stories? Agreed. You know? Agreed. I mean, we depend on science to tell us the story of the universe, or to tell us the story of life on Earth, or... You know, but we're prone to stories. Exactly. For yeah. our survival or something.
0: Yeah, but... something. Homer. Like, dude, things way back yeah. was like just sitting around yep. a fire and just telling stories and everyone's like, "This is the guy I want to hang out with." <laughs> it's right. crazy. Right. We're just naturally That's... creative beings. And I feel like yeah. we're, we're I feel like we as a people are best when we're creating. Yes. You know? When you're getting Definitely. that expression out and then it's just cool, man. Life's
1: yep. so weird. Yeah, 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 but one.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Can you believe we've been talking for almost an hour? Have we? Yeah, that's what I like to hear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm waiting for the day someone's like, "Yeah, I've noticed." <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, see you later. Bye. <laughs> well, you're a joy to talk with, Brian. You are the joy. Right you're now. you're 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 enthusiastic about all of this, and I. I can't help it. Oh. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Dude, the the pleasure
0: is mine. So I I need to ask, can people find you online anywhere? Do you have any sort of social medias, websites? Where's this theater that the show's playing?
1: Uh, uh, Here, uh, well, it's in a a little town in Jersey called Hackettstown. Hackettstown. And there's a a small little college there, and it's through the Centenary Stage Stage Company. Sweet. And... so that's where I they can find you. It's, <laughs> just, it's just an attempt to do something at this time. Yeah, you know? dude. Good on you for it. We need Some, people
0: like that. When there's not a conversation happening, then nothing's happening. And that's that? not cool.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. But, yeah, dude, this is
0: going to be awesome. I'm so excited. I'm, so, I'm really excited for John Wick 3. Le, le, uh,
1: Brian, tell yeah. me something about podcasting.
0: Okay. What is Podcasting is essentially like internet radio. It is uh it can be anything really. Um there's there's podcasts about literally everything. About movies, about Dungeons and Dragons, about whatever you want. There's a podcast about like Frasier. Could be anything that you're interested in. Theater. Wow. Uh, my podcast I made uh actually I'm just coming up on my three year anniversary. And I'm Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I didn't really do it. I'm just talking to people that are way cooler than I am and writing their coattails into success. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I I made a show because I'm very much interested in humanity and the journey that life takes different people. And I think everyone has a story to tell. And I like giving a microphone to people who uh, aren't necessarily in the spotlight. So I get people like, uh, you know, creature performers, visual effects artists, Uguay, and like people who their stories need to be heard on a larger scale, and uh, that's that's what I'm trying to do here. Yeah, and I just like talking to people. You know, it's genuine human (laughs) connection in actual conversation. Like I tell people all the time when I try to book them for the show, I'm like, it's not an interview. Trust me, you'll get it (laughs) when we talk. (laughs) I've had I've done I think two shows probably where it was very much an interview and they thought it was an interview and I would ask a question and they would give me an answer. And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, next question. How about this? And then it just didn't flow and I'm, just talk to people as people, okay. you know?
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so that's Great. broadcasting.
0: <laughs> what is acting, Randall? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's to be in action. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair, perfect trade-off.
1: <laughs> Listen, I want you to meet Annie. I would love uh, to meet Annie. This is Annie.
0: Hi, Annie. I'm Brian.
1: Hello. hello. It's so nice <laughs> I feel to meet you. We know each other already.
0: Yes, yes. It's so nice to meet you. How are you doing today?
1: Good. Great. Great. Good. Good.
0: Yeah. I try. I mean, it's Randall did all of it. Really, I just made up space in between his amazing stories.
1: <laughs> I wish they were more amazing. I I feel so drab. Oh. In recalling things Oh dude that's why, I, <laughs> that's why
0: I'm here I walk you through your life
1: <laughs> like, Remember that cool now, thing now you Now you,
0: you've done film too haven't you I have done a little bit Yes <clears throat> It's uh, I feel weird about it I'm not going to lie Because uh, being an actor nowadays Is so common You know what I mean It's like oh I'm an actor It's like okay but like Are you kind of thing and i feel like yeah. i haven't quite earned the title yet but yeah i've done i've done uh, a few features i've worked in uh background on some big budget tv i've done some indies little uh-huh. things and uh uh-huh. just trying to you know get in there yeah to... yeah yeah yeah
1: but that's great brian do you ever do stage
0: i did 4 years of drama in high school um i have not done local theater yet i did children's theater i did beauty and the beast yeah. And that was So I had a a very uh, moment with doing Beauty and the Beast because it wasn't the Disney version. It was a different version. And I played who would essentially be like the Lumiere character. It was Beast's right-hand man guy. And I remember he was like, you know, this little kind of hunchback sort of guy. And I didn't (laughs) understand projection yet and like making big movements. So I would like kind of hobble in a little bit and I crossed my eyes thinking like, oh, this is going to be great. People are going to love it because they're like, oh, he's kind of weird looking, like his eyes are different. So, wow, what a character. No one can see your eyes on stage. <laughs> so I would come off thinking I was this genius at like 12 years old. And I was like, did you see like the thing I did? And they're like, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> so it's been a learning process. <laughs> yes.
1: I think we've all been that way. Yeah. That's the other reason I have the
0: show. I'm just cheating, and I'm talking to these amazing actors that I am a big fan of, and be like, what are all of your secrets? <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome to my show. <laughs> I
1: have none.
0: That's right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, don't give me that, Oogway. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you five Oogway quotes right now that say you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, Brian! Okay. This Brian. has been
0: great, dude. We gotta have <laughs> you back on. You gotta, if you ever want to come on and chat about anything, dude, I'm here. I just like okay, yeah, it's good time. Okay, so yeah, and... all right. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Interesting Podcast. If you enjoyed it, stop by iTunes, give it a five-star rating. It really does help push the show to the front of the algorithm so that more people can find it. Uh, if you'd like to follow me, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, as Jedi Brian. If you'd like to follow the show, it's at pod of interest on Twitter. Also, I finally broke down and made a Patreon. Yep, I did it. <laughs> If you'd like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com Jedi Brian. On that note, special thanks to Chris, Ben, Jim, and Daz. Your support means everything, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. Until next time, be well.